Welcome to the GNO podcast. There are a lot of beliefs, opinions, and values out there, and nailing down yours can be tricky. Join us as we explore and discuss a variety of topics to help us figure out who we are, decide who we want to become, and learn how to best support each other along the way. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the GNO podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Catherine. And Olivia is actually not with us today. So sad. It is very sad. Shout out to you, Liv. We love you and miss you. We do. Olivia is currently off being mama ah, to so Silas, her sweet baby boy that she had. So this is our first episode that we are recording without Liv. And he's like, what, a week and a half old? Yes. No, two, two. At least two. two I think two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was born a week before my birthday. Your birthday. And my birthday's been over a week. Yeah, okay. So like, shows how shows how much we've paid attention we clearly are really to our good friend at math. Also, <laughs> that is what we've learned. She left us, and we've already forgotten her. So <laughs> sorry, Liv, <laughs> but uh, we love you. We do love you, and we miss you. And but we are still excited. And Olivia said she is here in spirit with always, us. So always. yeah, yeah. Well, we're also super excited because today is a special episode, guys. It is our third pass the mic episode. Woo woo. And if you've been around, you know that means we have a guest on today, and we're super excited to introduce Heather Clark to you guys. Say hello to the people, Heather. Hello, people. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I almost called you Heather Talley. I would have gotten mad at you. (laughs) Is that your maiden name? Yeah, that's my maiden name. Oh. Like, my order at Panera came up as Heather Talley today, and I was like, that's wrong. That's not who I am. So Fix crazy. it, Panera. So my parents crazy. will probably listen. She's, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Panera, I want my meal comped now. Yeah, right. How dare you? This is incorrect. <laughs> this bagel, my, free. Literally, well, in my, my credit mind. card still says Tally on it. It's well, fine. Well, can you fault them then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that uh, has to do with you. So. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> yeah, but literally in my mind, I was like, nope, nope. And sometimes I'll do that with any, like, friends who I knew mm-hmm. made a name and now they're married like even in my head it'll yeah. first come up as the main name so do you change them all in your phone I was though? just about to say mm-hmm. that that's real test have you changed I your phone I have changed most of them I think and yeah you have but mm-hmm. it took me a while to change yours yeah that's fair yeah so but Heather and I we've known each other since college that's 10 years I think how now. We met. well that's crazy yeah <laughs> she well, said well and she's like, like wow. should we actually throw that out to everyone <laughs> Now they know my, now my they age. Know. Well, they knew. They knew already. Um, yeah. Crazy, crazy times. Um, but yeah, I guess it has been 10 years. We met in college and now we live in the same city, which is super fun. Mm-hmm. And well, before I just like tell everyone about your life, Heather, tell them what you want them to know about you. Who oh. are you? Oh, gosh. Where to start? <laughs> yeah, um, easy question, right? right? Yeah. Just tell me about you. Just <laughs> wide uh, open. It's fine. Lay up. <laughs> um, well... I am married to Joel. Joel is my husband. We met at Lee at college. Mm -hmm. Um, I have my daughter, Eliana, Mm -hmm. and she's two and a half, and she's awesome. So cute. And she's literally the best thing in the entire world. (laughs) She drives me crazy sometimes, but you know, that goes Any good child would. Yeah. (laughs) Especially like smart ones. For sure. And she's so dang smart. A friend of mine was like, it's just sometimes when you have one that's just like blissfully average. And I was like, <laughs> that actually sounds nice sometimes. So, um, but let's see. I was born and raised in Minnesota. Minnesota. Not dissing other people's kids. I'm so sorry if your child is average. Um, 
But I was born and raised in Minnesota, grew up in the Midwest, hated winter, mm. <laughs> came down to Tennessee for college, um, got my degree in teaching, yeah. which landed me here in Knoxville. Cause okay. I really like Knoxville because mm-hmm. it feels a little bit more like home. I mm-hmm. feel like there's a lot of different people here. I taught for four and a half, five years. Mm-hmm. I taught middle school math. So that tells you something oh, about wow. me right there. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. So when we were struggling with the math earlier, Heather was That's literally why holding up her fingers like she was. Two and a half. She yeah. was being very two gracious, but trying to like tell us and like didn't didn't interject <laughs> to be like, you guys we are both there. wrong. <laughs> Silently. Like, are you all you, like, actually friends with Olivia or am yeah, I? Do you like, know anything? <laughs> literally feel like I know her. I think I've met her once and it was maybe five years ago and <laughs> I I feel like I know her because I listen oh, to the podcast. I love it. I love yep. that. But yeah, so taught for a while. I don't know. I feel like it's just that's me. Yeah. In a so. nutshell, like the nuts and bolts, I guess. Yeah. What are some of your hobbies? <laughs> um, I like to watch a lot of TV what an adult and play board games. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of those things where I'm like <laughs> My hobby. partially COVID, Chasing partially like yeah. Co- you know, just different things like old hobbies. Like yeah. in college, I would like love to go hiking and love being outside and traveling. Sure. And I'm like, I haven't traveled past North Carolina in who knows how long. <laughs> right. Well, no, Minnesota. I flew to Minnesota, but that doesn't count. But I really do enjoy a lot of those things. Yeah. Like traveling, being outside, doing things like that are just active in nature. But I also don't really do them right now. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, so board happens. games and TV. Yeah, yeah, board games and TV. I love it. Okay, what a are... good puzzle during COVID, but that's it. Okay. Like, I don't think I could get into puzzles now. Nice <laughs> yeah. cup of tea. Yeah, working different. on that border. I yep. get it. Yep. What um? Border. What's one of your top shows right now? Oh, we're watching The Good Place, actually. Oh yeah, okay. I wanted to try that. I it's have heard better good... than I yes. thought. That sounds okay. bad, but for a long time I didn't watch it because I was like, the premise of yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Weird. But I, I like Kristen Bell. I like a best. lot of the people in it, and I think some of the writers from Parks and Rec maybe uh, were okay. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. I could be wrong. No, I think that's but right. But it, it was one of those where like we'd exhausted all the other shows that yeah. we wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. Nice. So yeah, we are watching it. We just finished season one. It's really good. I recommend okay. it. Awesome. The good place. The good place. We're here for throwback shows too. Yeah. yeah, I know they like keep popping out with There's new. There's only ones, four but... seasons though, so that's kind of like oh, it's know. not that long. It's a yeah. tough break. Did they get cut or they just had four seasons? Great question. Well, yeah, I guess you I can didn't tell Google us it because well, I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like yeah. you know when you Google that kind no, of stuff yeah, and it says Google. like oh, Spoilers, in the yeah. series finale yeah. da, 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 and I'm like cool that's something I didn't want to yeah. know. She said so. that's a wrap. Uh, I hate yeah. things getting spoiled. That's you do. Like, yeah. Sorry, I feel like I've done that for you a few times. But Joel ruined so. um, Harry Potter. He told me when Dumbledore. If you haven't seen Harry Potter, it's your fault at yeah, this point. Yeah. He told me when Dumbledore was about to die. Wait, like, were you watching the movie? Yes, together? the and first he was like, time. The first he was time. About to die right now. Yeah, and he also was Why like, would "Oh, he say I, that? I think some of the like Granger twin, one of them or one of the brothers died." And I'm like, "Why are you telling me this?" So Dumbledore dies. You've seen it. Stop. I haven't. But she's. I haven't so, seen it. I haven't seen it or read it. She, she doesn't, doesn't even she know who Dumbledore is. The circle of ruining. You ruined stuff Z- for her. No, she doesn't even know. Who I'm pretty sure he was in the first book. Well, yes. When I like started, well, I only read like the first three chapters of the first book. When did you read that? Like probably like four years ago. Listen, I started third book. I don't even. I don't even have the book, so I can't like. I'm using that as an excuse to like not have gotten through. I'm not gonna tell you when he dies, but it's not really surprising that he dies. I know it's on my list of things to do. It's. I feel like. Is it? Do you have a list? I Can do. I see the list? Well, I was fixing up my grill. I fixed up my grill last weekend okay, and then great. I yeah, like changed out the interior that. of my grill and bought like wood chips. Um, and then I was like, you know, Harry what's po- next? Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. 
Harry Potter's on that list. Wood chips? Harry Potter. Uh, Natural chips. Yeah, I bought something that, so I could like smoke salmon or something. Ooh. I don't even eat salmon. But oh I'm like trying gosh. to. I'm trying to eat like salmon and like tilapia. Do you not like it? I don't like seafood. Mm. But I'm trying to like get into it because Smoking it's like it healthy for you. Yeah. yeah so good. I don't know. Like I have a list of things I'm trying to do. Sand yeah. my coffee table, restain it. Read and, Harry Potter. So, okay. oh, so I'll let you know when I get it. Yeah, I'll let you know when I get to it. Okay, great. Well, I have all the books. So okay, well, I'll know. just come to the compo library. Yes, come on over. I'm on the third one right now. Never <laughs> read them. Wasn't allowed to. Same. Yeah. Yes. That's so I started in elementary school and dad was like, hey, I guess it was like on the news or something. Mm. He was like, hey, I don't really want you reading that news. Harry Potter stuff. And I said, okay, easiest close of my life. <laughs> Closed that book, took it right back to the school library. <laughs> never looked back. Never oh my back. gosh! Well, that's now you're looking funny. back. Yeah, I did read the Hunger Games though. I loved them, and I flew mm-hmm. through them. Yes, because I, I was so I was so into it. Those in Twilight, not flew gonna lie, through it. Loved them all. Did, never hit up Twilight, mostly because Kristen Bell ruined it for me. That as was, soon as she was like cast, no, that wasn't Kristen, or not Kristen Bell, um, Kristen Stewart. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She ruined it for me. I saw like the first movie after reading mm-hmm. like the first book and she was like first. the way she acted which is what i should have done yeah. all the way through but now you have she's her like, face edward <laughs> you know like she's, yeah. just, she's just not a good i don't really actress. like her either her face no, stays the same all the time it's it kind of like a nicholas cage effect <laughs> it's just not a funny nicholas cage. The but they cage have a set effect. like the face is always like the same yeah with all the emotions yeah you're so like funny. you're famous for acting wow yeah. it's very fair savage that's really funny Wow, we just okay. We yeah, went everywhere. I love it though. Yeah, it I love great. it. Yes, it great. <laughs> well, I just want to give a little uh, backstory before we jump in because I am super excited. I know Courtney is as well, and Olivia, as she's here in spirit, yes. we feel her. Um, <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> moving along. <laughs> um, but we're super excited to have you, Heather. But well, I'm really excited because. As she told you, we've been friends for like 10 plus years, which makes me feel old. But um, I've had the pleasure of knowing Heather pre-marriage, pre-kids, and um, we had a really awesome friendship in college. We were roomies in this very small house. Like we the same room. Not just the, the same o- house. Yeah. The only the ones that the five shared girls? a room. Yeah. yeah. With one bathroom. With the one bathroom. One bathroom, five mm. girls. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Saints. Yeah. I don't know how y'all did Everyone that. gasped. Um, mm-hmm. But we did it. We made it work. But Heather and I actually shared a room um, where everyone yeah. else had their own. So we, you know, we like to call them pillow talks. We would talk yes. late at night and just Yay. chat away about life. Um, and then, like I said, Heather's now here in Knoxville. But Heather has a really crazy story. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of grief, honestly, a lot of hard things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been really cool for me to just see her walk through these things and just see her faith and all of it. And I've been honored to just be her friend through all of this. And I knew that when we started this podcast and we were like, Hey, we want to like have people on this too, and just have a platform to like share stories and just different things. I was like, I know I want Heather to share mm-hmm. her story and she willingly obliged, um, which I'm really grateful for. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, just wanted to kind of give that that backstory and know Heather that we're really we're really glad to have you. We are. Well, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> um, so with that, I guess Heather, jump in. Tell us a little yeah. bit about like you told us how you met Joel. You guys met at college, but like a little bit about early marriage and then kind of just start us off with like your journey with kids and yeah, how that happened. Yeah. So we got married end of 2016 in December. And, um, 
you know, I feel like, I mean, he was in grad school. I was in my second year of teaching at that point. So like oh, life wow. was, I mean, it was kind of crazy, but mm-hmm. it was also like, oh, this is fun. And we got an apartment and, you know, you're young and I don't know. It was a really, I wouldn't say it was like the easiest time um, just because there were a lot of like randomly kind of stressful things that happened um, throughout that first year, mm-hmm. just like car stuff. I mean, it wasn't anything mm-hmm. super crazy, mm-hmm. but um, then... Let's see. Actually, his sister had this crazy like medical emergency happen where like she almost died. She we learned she had a blood clotting disorder and I forgot to take my birth control that week because it was a little bit busy (laughs) and we got pregnant, which (laughs) was uh, not a part of the first year married plan. We both were like, we want kids and kind of just a small thing, though, that was cool about that is Joel had had um, had gone through like chemotherapy for um, cancer mm. quite a few years before. He didn't have it while we were together, but we weren't really sure. Like that was something we talked about when we were dating. We're like, we don't know if we'll be able to have kids. Mm-hmm. And we both expressed the desire to be parents. So we knew that that path might look a little bit weird, mm-hmm. right. just depending on different things. So yeah. it, even mm-hmm. though a part of me was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I thought I was taking this birth control for no reason. And then I forgot. And then we got pregnant. And I remember mm-hmm. on our first anniversary, like crying to him because mm-hmm. well, one, I was pregnant. And two, <laughs> the emotions and hormones are very real, especially for me, um, because they're already probably more intense than most people's. <laughs> and I was like, this is the only anniversary we're going to have just you and me. And I was a, like, honestly, I was really kind of a wreck. I've always wanted to be a mom. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't upset in mm-hmm. that sense, but I was like, I want more time like right. just to be with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also through that, we both realized like how excited we were mm-hmm. and how, I don't know, like the minute you find out you're pregnant, you immediately see your whole life change. You mm-hmm. obviously like don't know how it's going to look. And so, but I was really worried, honestly, and in some ways I feel like this worked in my favor because I had had some friends that had like recently gone through like early miscarriages. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm going to wait a little bit until we tell a lot of people mm-hmm. and like, I'm right. not going to go out and like buy something right away. Yeah. And um, then we went to our first appointment and we found out we were pregnant with twins, which was insane. <laughs> and then shortly after that, the ultrasound tech told us that she was having a problem locating a heartbeat mm-hmm. for either of them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. obviously, you know, no, that's kind of everyone's worst nightmare. And I remember asking her, I was like, is that normal at this stage? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, at six, seven weeks when yeah. some people can like go in and detect a heartbeat, it's not always detectable. And she was like, Usually we can hear one. And they're not really allowed to say a whole lot. Like the doctor mm-hmm. kind of has to confirm stuff. Mm-hmm. But we found out that we had miscarried the twins um, maybe like three days before that. Like mm-hmm. the growth of them wow. had stopped. And then we had to go back out in the waiting room. I still remember that. I'm like, why do we have to go? Because they don't have a room. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is cool. They didn't have a room for you all to go into? No, because you do like the ultrasound first. Mm-hmm. And then if they have a room, you go straight to the room. Otherwise, you go back out <sighs> in the waiting room. Y'all yeah. had to go sit to like wait yeah. for the doctor. And we didn't know. Yeah, you know, technically, yeah. even though like we knew, you we know. were like we know, and oh, um, that's so, so that was our first experience oh with gosh. um, just an OB office in general, like yeah. going in and in a weird way, there was a small part of me that was thankful that I hadn't heard a heartbeat, like that it wasn't a there's a heartbeat now there's not, mm. and honestly, I can also say like just hearing other people's stories with that. I, I had a DNC, so I had a surgery for it because mm-hmm. the twins, our, our doctor was kind of like, 
your body doesn't always know when it's done. So Mm -hmm. we kind of recommended it. And I'm, I'm kind of grateful that I had a positive experience in that sense. So, Mm -hmm. so that, but everything about that was awful. I remember being like, this isn't fair. Mm -hmm. Like this is our first experience. Also why twins? Like if I'm going to miscarry, it was that whole, like, God, why'd you give me twins? If they're just both going to die, like, why couldn't you just give me one? Like in a, I don't know. So I just wrestled with a lot of different things. And then we decided, we decided to start trying again that spring and then we got pregnant. Were y'all still both in school at this point too? So I was still teaching and he, no, he was working at this point. Okay. So he yeah, he had graduated okay. maybe like three months earlier and was in it, but he was in a new job. Yeah. Know, so. Still. So still a lot of a lot transition. Yeah. Okay. But started to try again yes. that spring. Yes. Okay. And then we got pregnant and obviously we were both like really scared, mm-hmm. especially leading up to that first appointment. Right. The first appointment passed and we still, you know, knew that kind of statistically speaking after 12 weeks and especially after 20 weeks, mm-hmm. like usually you're good. They're mm-hmm. like less than 1%. Um, and for the most part, my pregnancy went really well. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have any issues mm-hmm. um, at all, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But there was, you know, kind of after 20 weeks, I was like, okay, like now I can get excited. Mm-hmm. Like now we can start doing things and, you know, do the showers and it's like you started to um, breathe. Yeah. I started yeah. to breathe and mm-hmm. I started to be excited. Like my coworkers mm-hmm. even said like, we could tell a shift in you. Like, mm-hmm. cause my, my coworkers and I are very close like mm-hmm. at, at that time. And I'm so close with a lot of them. And mm-hmm. then, um, fast forward to December and we were due December 30th, which was our anniversary. Mm-hmm. What well, is not was it is our anniversary <laughs> still, it changes still is. Still is. changes every year <laughs> and i remember being like oh this is like a sign that everything is going to be fine because mm-hmm. like what are the chance blah 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 well on december 8th i hadn't felt her move my daughter's name is skylar mm-hmm. and i hadn't felt her move we have an at-home doppler that a friend let us borrow and so what is that i'm sorry a doppler no you're fine a doppler and um, picks up a heartbeat okay like you put it with like kind of like petroleum jelly or something yeah. on your belly and mm-hmm. like it picks okay. up they do it and then they tell you not to get your own by the way because it can make you anxious for no reason so i do not recommend getting but it but then you got on amazon no then- a friend of mine gave it to us <laughs> so anyways um so we we used that and we couldn't hear anything which mm-hmm. was not normal and we immediately went to the er and um found out that i was 37 weeks pregnant at the time and found out that she no longer had a heartbeat mm-hmm. and that was just, I mean, we had literally taken like maternity pictures the day before. Yeah. Like my sister-in-law had come over um, mm. and friend. She's my friend first, Paige. I love you. <laughs> and she had taken pictures and literally that next day. And so mm. they did an ultrasound to rule out some different things, but um, they never found a reason. It wasn't like an umbilical cord thing. It wasn't like she didn't have any like heart problems. No genetic, you know, nothing was wrong. And then um, we pretty much, you just have to induce labor and go through the whole thing and deliver your baby and then um, say goodbye. How long goodbye? Back to back. So, yeah. So needless to say, um, 2018 was my least favorite year Mm. of my entire life. Yeah. (laughs) Because it started with a miscarriage and it ended with us losing Skylar. And this is our second year of marriage. Mm. Like this wasn't. It wasn't a good, it's not a good time for anybody, but like, you're still figuring stuff out. Like you don't know what you don't know. And, um, so that Mm. was awful to Mm -hmm. say the least. Mm -hmm. It wrecked both of us to our core. Mm -hmm. Um, in the biggest of ways, like no parent's supposed to bury their child. Mm -hmm. And then, um, we were lucky that we were able to get pregnant 
within like a, I think it was like five months later. And then my daughter Eliana was born. Were y'all trying to get, yeah. like, I mean, like, yes. that sounds like a we've dumb been, question. Honestly, and I like, say, I don't mean like, we've been lucky when people that are like, actively it trying. has not taken us a long time when we've started to try, which okay. I'm very grateful for. Cause okay. I know that that's not everyone's story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but we were, you were trying. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. We were Do you, trying. Like, man, mm. how, like, okay. With you saying like it wrecked both of you. Yeah. Um, which I can't even imagine mm, yeah. what that would be like and mm. how quickly everything must have moved after going to the ER yeah. and them telling you all like, I mean, was it like the next day? Did they induce you that day? They or asked did you... if I wanted to go home mm. and I said, no, I'm here. I don't mm. care. Like it, it is kind of crazy though. I will say, and I'm gonna give a little shout out to um, my friend Erica back home in Minnesota. She had written a blog years ago and I'd read it and it was literally like a total, God thing in my opinion that I remembered her explaining that that was what had to happen and like you don't think mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. oh yeah you still have to go through like, like you have to do all the th- like your body is preparing for a baby and right. so in a way I like was prepared for that question mm-hmm. and I'm very thankful for Erica and her story and mm-hmm. her daughter her name's Kylie that she lost mm-hmm. and so I knew that that question was coming and I just told the doctor I'm like let's just let's just start. Like yeah. I have no, I, my in-laws were able to go to my house and like mm-hmm. get a bag and mm-hmm. put everything together. So yeah. And then we were admitted and mm-hmm. I mean, you go through all this. I yeah. took all the drugs. I was mm-hmm. like, originally I'm like, Oh, natural birth. That's what I want. And I was like, Nope, give me everything. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I want to feel mm-hmm. um, more pain. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, I, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't. And if I, if this, is too much like please know yeah. which we kind of talked about that a little bit yeah. before with you anything that we ask and you don't want to share were you able to actually like still hold her yes and mm. kind of yeah. just be with her and yes. Joel and in that time what's okay. really cool another mm-hmm. thing um we did like a childbirth preparation class like okay. in leading because I'm like I don't know how to do labor and mm-hmm. I'm not the type to read all the books and do all the things yeah I need a person sitting in front of me that I can be like what <laughs> do I need to know mm-hmm. when you ask me a question if I don't know the questions coming I get real stressed Same. like <laughs> and so especially in something like that so we had done a childbirth class and one of the teachers of the classrooms Kelly um she Another crazy thing that I'm like, I just see how I was being taken care of when I didn't even know it. Mm. She, we stayed late one day to ask about stem cell stuff. Mm. Okay. And we got talking about all the things. And she shared with us that she had had a stillborn. Her daughter was 35 weeks. So stillborn. Wow. I think they classify as anything after 20 weeks. Mm. Um, and there's like different classifications, but um, it's after 20, 20 weeks. Her daughter, Finley, she lost at 35 weeks. And mm-hmm. she's like, I never say that in my classes because yeah. y'all are super pregnant. And, like, I don't want to make anybody scared. Yeah. She does say, like, in her slides, like, I have five children. Like, she doesn't right. draw a lot of attention to it. But she was like, we were the first people she had ever told that in a class. Wow. And she and I became friends on Facebook before we lost Skylar. Yeah. Like, and so I immediately sent her a message because I didn't know the answer to that question. Right. And I felt kind of weird being like, can I keep? her like do yeah. I get to yeah like, like what, what you know happens. like and a lot of nurses don't know like if yeah. they're new I mean it's one of those things where I think there needs to be a little bit more training right um but so I messaged her immediately and she literally changed what could have been an incredibly horrible 
like lingering. That's not how I would have done it to a, it was a horrible situation, but I did everything I wanted to do. Yeah. And so she encouraged us to like, she went out and bought, there was, it was literally snowing that weekend too. It was, she like drove through a snowstorm <laughs> to get to the hospital immediately. Mm. And she brought like things to put her footprints on mm. and like an ornament and mm. like all these different things for us. Mm. And she'd walked it. And so she was like, you keep her as long as you want. Yeah. yeah. They'll ask you when you switch rooms, like if you want to like have them take her. Right. And she was like, I kept my daughter for over a day. Mm. Like, because that's all you have. Yeah. And she's like, take yeah. pictures. Mm. She was like, invite your family in to hold her. Like, because yeah. the more people that are close to you that can be in that moment with you, mm. the more that they can walk through this well with you. Mm. And so, yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, labor was obviously different. Everything's right. a little bit different. Mm. But we had an amazing nurse and we had amazing support. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, there's actually a company and it's different in different hospitals, but there's a company where they have a professional photographer come in and they give you pictures for free, mm-hmm. like professional level photography. Um, so we had that. We took amazing. pictures. My parents held her. Joel's parents held her. Joel's Good. sister held her. Mm. And we were able, she was born at like 5 a.m., 531. Mm. And then we gave her away around 330 that afternoon. Mm. Okay. Um, wow. But we were able to mm. have the time that we needed. Yeah. And, I'm so Just grateful yeah. that they do. Like I, I, mean, I wouldn't have asked for that. I wouldn't have known to ask I had, for that. I had no. I, I, I literally had no idea pictures. until you. Yeah, yeah. until you shared yeah. that. Yeah. And so the fact that even you know this lady recommended and so grateful that she did yeah. for you for to bring sure. your community in mm-hmm. because I'm literally thinking like what strength it took for you and mm-hmm. Joel mm-hmm. as well to be going through hell. Yeah. yeah. Right. And at your worst potentially and then here you are letting people that love you dearly and fiercely Mm -hmm. and that you love into this moment with you yeah you know like a very raw unfiltered moment and it's like my goodness yeah um like but I'm so grateful that y'all were able to have that time when I would have regretted Mm -hmm. not to like I'm so thankful for Kelly I've I to this day like I was texting her just the other day and I was like I would not be Mm. as okay as I am if it wasn't for you yeah and that's so amazing that there's that service that does the photos mm-hmm. for yes. free, like professional like that's what a yeah. awesome. Because I think, too, prior to you, I mean, I didn't really even know what stillbirth was. And yeah. I've learned a lot from you, Heather. And I think, like you said, education just in general around it. Yeah. But even like publicly, like not even in the healthcare system of just like. Yeah, maybe it's one percent, but it's still one percent, and it's there's a lot still more people a lot. than you think. Yeah, I mean that's one out of a hundred people. Like, yeah. oh, wait, is that stillbirth? Like stillbirth, or yes. you just mean miscarriages? Stillbirth in gener- is one percent. Miscarriages is like between one out of four, one out of three. Yeah. Okay, but and see, and that's like much higher than I think people realize oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because it's like I feel like people don't talk about it, and you're yeah. made to feel like shame and guilt well, and like. And I feel like it's become more common to talk about miscarriages, but not stillborn, yeah. like stillbirth. Like I, yeah. I don't feel like that. It, and also like it's different. It, it, they're both horrible and terrible and yeah. traumatic, but, but like understanding it yeah. too. Cause like you yeah. gave birth to your daughter who didn't have a heartbeat, you yeah. know, like that. And, and you held her and you were with her and you felt her mm-hmm. and yeah. like that, I mean, just the emotion and the, God the trauma I mean all the things like yeah. I just can't even like I can't fathom it because that's not been like my personal experience but I think people yeah. just don't know mm-hmm. 
what that even means, you know? Right. Well, and it's weird because it like it should make people uncomfortable. Like, yeah. uh-huh. I say this like kind of laughing because I can. But like dead babies aren't supposed to be normal. Right. Like, right. right. And so it, it is something that a lot of people are really uncomfortable with, yeah. I think. And yeah. it isn't common enough that enough people mm. have been touched like more directly by it. Right. Yeah. Um, but I will say like for me personally – my miscarriage, yes, it was awful, but like you said, it was very, it, it was less traumatic for me, but mm-hmm. I do know like friends that go through IVF and like spend yeah. a year, like, mm. I just want to also voice to anybody listening that's like gone through something horrible, like your trauma and your pain is your pain and your trauma. Yeah. And right. like, I don't want anyone to think like, oh, well, I should be thankful because I don't have a stillborn. Like, right. Like, not the- that that's what you're saying at all, but yeah. I always just. Right. I recognize that for me, between the two, losing Skylar was much more devastating for me than losing the twins. Um, And there's different, like, different magnitudes to your pain. Yes, absolutely. And Mm -hmm. it's all, like, trauma, and it's all not supposed to be that way, you know? But I think it is interesting. Sometimes I get a little bit sassy about the fact that, like, people put miscarriage and stillbirth like in the same Together. category and they're like what i'm the one in four i'm like well I'm, and this is a little bit of pride if i'm being honest that's but I'm okay like, i'm you the one in a hundred yeah. like don't talk to me you know especially yeah. in like the rawness yeah. of my grief yeah i think i had to like shut down a lot of like those mm. other voices because it's very easy to get almost like pride about like what you've gone through yeah. and in some ways a lot of that is because it's very isolating and so yeah. you're like reaching out to try to find anyone who like gets it mm-hmm. right um but on the flip side, like, I can't imagine what it would be like to try mm-hmm. for years and then to have a miscarriage. Like, yeah, to me, I'm right, like, right. I always had a feeling and security in the sense that I knew I could have yeah. more children. Yeah. Like, I've been able to get pregnant quickly. Right. And I know, I have no idea what it's like yeah. to yearn for that and to never even get the opportunity. Right, right. So the whole thing, I just kind of want to preface it by being like, yeah. this is the way I'm going to approach it. But mm-hmm. just know that everybody's stuff surrounding this topic is so heavy and so personal like beyond personal yeah (laughs) and so I'm talking about my story but I want to respect other stories as well 100% so after they took her that day then what like I can't even just imagine like you know it's funny yeah I remember you texting me and I probably was really sassy because postpartum is no joke um hormonally just in general yeah, I'm sure and I think you text me being like so when do you have to go back to work and I remember like having this emotion inside of me that was like I can't believe that some people don't even understand that it's mm-hmm. like I still need six weeks yeah. like my milk came in yeah I'm having to literally like they tell you, they're like, you can't pump, you can't do these things to, like, find relief because then it'll just keep happening and, like, it's traumatic. Mm. Like, I remember, like, in the shower, it's painful. painful. Mm. You get infections. Mm. Um, They become, like, engorged and painful, and it's absolutely awful. Not to mention, like, because, um, like, babies that are living help with the birthing process. Well, Skylar was literally just lifeless and so like I had a lot more pain because I tore more like all these different things that I was not meant like yes okay you give birth you see her you go through that you hold her you have her funeral and then you have months of postpartum (sighs) you're fat months of a (laughs) reminder everything and like just the physical pain and then like how upset I was that I was like this is stupid 
Yeah. yeah. Or even something as simple as like we didn't get to claim her as a dependent on our taxes because she never breathed. <sighs> so Ugh. she didn't get a birth certificate. Really? Yeah. If they don't breathe. That's weird. They don't get a birth certificate. What? Yeah. Which UT did a really good job. They sent us like a certificate of life. Like they gave us something. Through through their through the hospital. university. I mean, okay. it's not like. Yeah. Yeah. But still, still. But they were yeah. like. But legally, like our government will not yep. acknowledge that. Right. So even just like the tax break that you get to help like pay for hospital bills and whatever else, like my goodness, those types of reminders are like the, you know, formula because you're on a list because you have a baby registry Mm -hmm. that like, so you get sent all these ads for like formula Mm -hmm. and baby things. And like, I'm having to return stuff from our baby shower and the lady, the poor girl there's like, Oh, did they not fit? And I'm like, what do you say to this teenager? Yeah, what do you, and I think I pretty much was like, oh, uh, she passed away. <laughs> and then the girl was like, did not know what to do. Yeah. You don't know what to do, but I'm also right, like, but like I'm shaking, also, walking into Target, yeah. like trying, you know, so it's just those months after. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, were really rough. So yeah. I took like this, I think I ended up taking eight weeks off. Yeah. I wasn't quite ready to go back to work. Yeah. I mean, I work with middle schoolers. I knew they were going to ask. Well, and honestly, yeah. that's tough. They were awesome like because mm. kids just ask yeah mm. kids are blunt they're and un- I yeah. gave them and I like have them write down on a note card because I'm like writing is better and I, on one side I was like tell me an update from the last two months because mm-hmm. I really missed you guys yeah. and like they weren't expecting me to not be there yeah. and my whole school like they had like grief counselors that came in like my coworkers were affected mm. like the whole community is affected yeah. by it yeah and um so I had them like write down a note card like t- just update me and then on the back I was like if you have any questions mm-hmm. about what happened this is a safe place and I'll answer them. You know, you can come talk to me about it, but if you feel more comfortable writing it down and going back to work was actually very healing and like Mm. very good to like go back to normal Mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, so sorry for asking a jerk question. No, no, no I wasn't. Oh, no, right I, just, I was thinking worst. about it. No. She's not. I She's not suck. the worst. No, you, <laughs> no, you actually, and I actually wanted to ask you like as a friend, like what that was like for you because because mm-hmm. you walked in that season with yeah. yeah and you actually I will say this you did a really good job of oh checking gosh. in well, thanks. and see no but like in that you wouldn't know like no, I wasn't yeah. actually mad at you I was just mad at the reality yeah. of the answer to that yeah. question yeah and also I think I'm like in my mind okay like is it they gonna expect her to come back that's, like yeah, is she right. gonna when be she right. said that you yes. asked that that's what I was thinking like, you meant yes. too of like oh my gosh well, that, like how 100%. soon does she have to yeah. like what are they expecting yes. of do her? I need to go down there and talk to she her? would yes, I know but I will say before Catherine answers like what her experience was like too which I I want to hear as your friend you're like I I am cutting you off um but I just want to speak like a volume about Catherine too though like Heather I didn't even know you truly mm-hmm. and I knew what what you were experiencing to yeah. some extent yeah. because Catherine was sharing not like everything, no. but, um, gosh, loose lips over here. Right. <laughs> not right? at all. No. She can't keep anything confidential. Less detail is better. But, um, <laughs> truly she was sharing with other close people in her community so that we yeah. would intercede mm-hmm. in prayer on your behalf yeah. and just cover you and Joel. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, she just cares deeply for you, which I know, you know, mm-hmm. but I think like it was just such an unimaginable, awful thing. Well, it's not you know? supposed to happen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that's why like, she's like, I don't even know, like, what do you yeah. do? Like, what do you say? What do you do? How do you, you know, all of the things. And mm-hmm. so, um, but yeah, 
Yeah. That just made me think of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're back in, champ. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Courtney. Gosh. That's not what I thought you were going to say. She didn't even know what I was going to say. And she's like, <laughs> rude. <laughs> Well, thanks. Um, yeah, so I remember that day vividly because I think it was December 10th that you texted yes, us. she was born on the 10th. Oh, okay. So she was born that yeah. day, but I knew you went in on the 8th. Um, but I didn't, I was, I just remember the 10th in my mind. It could have been after that you texted. But anyway, so Heather sent me and two of our other friends from college a text and just kind of briefly explained what had happened and I remember I don't remember what day of the week it was but it was a weekday and I was at work and at the time I worked with Courtney and we were in the same like office space a cube apart and yeah cubes yeah next to each other yeah and I think I maybe I've like gone to the bathroom and you know you pull out your phone sometimes when you're sitting on the toilet and you read your text and um (laughs) I think that's where I saw it and I remember, like, I just could not breathe. Like, I was, mm. like, I could not catch my breath. I was, like, just, like, that physical mm. feeling of, like, your body is convulsing and you cannot breathe. And I think I ran back into the office and found Courtney. And I was, like, oh, my gosh. Mm. Like, this just happened. And, like, I am freaking out and I don't know what to do. And, like, I don't even, like, really know what I told you or if I gave you much backstory. But I also remember at the same time, Um, my husband and I were mentoring two boys at the Mm -hmm. time and one of them. So like shortly after I get this text, the grandmother, the great grandmother calls me and is like, he didn't get on the bus and he's not home. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know where he is. Mm -hmm. And my car was in the shop that day. Of course. So I was at (laughs) work stranded and Dalton was going to pick me up. And I, so then I like talked to her on the phone and then I told Courtney this too. And she's like, come on, like, we're going to go to school. We're going to go find them. Mm -hmm. And then luckily I get another call that Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly what happened, but he called and he was okay. And he he was coming home. And so he was fine. But I remember like those two things happened at the Mm -hmm. same time. And so then I just remember the rest of the day. We were like on the floor at one point. We sat like you sat down on the floor and was just in your cube and just, yeah. Like I just couldn't imagine it because a uh, few weeks before that I was at Skylar's yeah. baby shower yeah. and yeah. you know like I remember that in every detail and like I mm-hmm. have the picture of us mm-hmm. like you know together from mm-hmm. that shower and meeting some yeah, you friends helped pl- like you helped with it yeah you yeah put a lot into it and like meeting some of the friends that I didn't know before mm-hmm. that I'd heard you talk about some of your coworkers, like getting mm-hmm. to see them at the shower like yeah it just was like this is unimaginable. Like I literally don't understand. And then I think my personality, like if you know anything about strength, strength finder tests, if you've ever done that, we did that at Lee (laughs) in college, but my like number one strength is restorative, which is like, you just want to fix everything. And so I'm like, what can I do? Like what's tangible? Like how can I help? And I remember like we brought some food or Mm -hmm. treats or something. I like put together like a little like basket and dropped it off. Like we just dropped off things, you know, obviously you guys, were grieving and there was so much going on and and we didn't want to interject and I know you guys wanted space too and so I remember we did that and I would just kind of like check in but try not to be like overbearing and not expect a response but just like thank you you, love you praying for you 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 did you did it like that is good that's good yeah we just tell everybody that's a good thing to do (laughs) everybody listen (laughs) listeners are like note to self 
don't don't pers- check in and yeah. don't pursue people <laughs> no. when they're going through it. Let them just like go through it and then let them come to you. <laughs> don't oh expect gosh. a response, but the check-ins right. were right. Ne- ne- I'm not even gonna say helpful. They were needed. needed. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you're probably like, well, everyone's just going about their life and like. Oh, I was right. bitter. This I was like, like hateful. It does yeah. happen. And it, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and I remember too. I don't remember how long after. But I knew, like, I wanted to see you when mm-hmm. you were ready. And I remember we met at Einstein Bagel. Yep. And I yep. remember, like, mm-hmm. that day vividly, too. And I also remember being, like, shocked in a good way at, like, the fact that you were still, like, holding on to Jesus. Yes. Like, because I feel like if I was yes. in that, I'd be like, well, I'd be like, do you, you. Do, like, you, do you see me? Do you yeah. know me? Like, I mean, literally. You, yeah. yeah. And like what you said with the twins, like, well, why'd yeah. you have to give me two? And, you yeah. know, could it not have just been one? But still, that's horrible. But yeah. it's like, and and then you go through that. And the same year, you yeah. lose a child at 37 weeks. And I just was like, and that's one thing I prayed over you guys is just like mm-hmm. for you to run to the Lord. And I'm like, what does it even look like? I don't know. Like, yeah. But I remember just being like so shocked in a great way and just so encouraged by mm-hmm your response and the ways that you had like I feel like you've you both had put things in place to help you in that way and maybe you can speak to some of that stuff because I know you shared like with me about just counseling different groups even that devotional I remember you talking about that and those were all like really helpful yeah Um, well it's kind of funny I feel like right after it happened I couldn't not hold on to God in some way yeah Mm. but ironically even now, like the best analogy I have is I was in the car. God was driving. I got into a horrible crash. My daughter died. He was the one that was driving. He knew it would happen because mm. I do believe that he's mm. sovereign. And I do believe that that is a mm-hmm. part of my story for a reason. Mm. Some people have a hard time with that. Um, yeah. They're like, oh, God didn't do that. We're living in a fallen world. And I'm not saying that that's wrong. But for me personally, I was mm. like, no, God God chose me to be her mom. Yeah. That's an honor. And it's also sucks. Like, yeah, it, yeah. you know, it's also like, why, why did you do that? Right. Um, and it's like, a, I would tell anyone else to get in the car. I know he's a good driver. Mm-hmm. I know he's fully capable. I know he's fully good. I know all of these things, but I can't get in the car. Mm-hmm. Cause it was just traumatic. Mm-hmm. And I was mad mm-hmm. at, cause I wanted to control it. Yeah. I wanted my daughter here. Like, yeah. So in a way, it's cool to see how I cognitively was like, he's still here. He's still good. Mm-hmm. I, I would never say that I like walked away, but I also was like, I'm going to keep you over there. Yeah, like, right. Arms yeah. length. Yeah. You I, told me that too. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I, but now, you know, almost four years out, I can look back Gosh, and crazy. see it. And now I'm at a place where it's a little bit, it's more peaceful. Yeah. It's not easier. I'm not like, it's just, I can see what he's brought into my life mm. because of Skylar. Yeah. I see how her life has impact. And as a mom, like that's the, that's the thing you want more than anything mm. is for your child to be known. That's another thing that's hard is I'm like, mm-hmm. are people going to forget about her? Like, yeah. you know, so even today is like a full circle moment for me that mm. I was literally in tears, like reading a journal that I had written mm. about just one day being able to like help somebody else that's gone through it. Just like the, the Kelly and the Erica and the, you know, all the, and my friend mm-hmm. Haley, she lost her daughters, like um, Sydney and Reagan back to back years. Like oh, just all of these people now that I'm like, I can't imagine my life without them. And like yeah. just the depth of the lessons I've learned, mm. I wouldn't 
trade and I can say that now whereas yeah. like the first two years I was like bump this I want my kid back like this yeah. is stupid you know like yeah. and I still want yeah. that like I still miss her I think about her every day like mm. I don't cry every day anymore right but I think about her every day yeah um but that is cool to hear because I don't remember a lot honestly of like mm. a lot of what I was going through in that yeah. in that time um I do remember meeting you for bagels though <laughs> and it was good I remember not wanting to go mm. And then I remember leaving and being like, Catherine is so good at asking questions Mm. and not being afraid to take a risk Uh because that is what every mom wants. Mm. At least that I know Mm. there might be other people who are like, don't talk to me. I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. But every single person I asked that has gone through this, if they would have anything to add, like as I'm talking about Skylar's story, but her story is so much bigger than her. Mm. Um, There's so many other moms that I've met. And so Every single person is like, show up, ask the questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you think it might have been offensive, ask if it was offensive. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And then just apologize. It, right. Yeah. And ignore it and being like, I don't know what to say, which mm-hmm. I get. I want to preface that by saying, like, I get that mm-hmm. because I wouldn't know what to say if it was flipped. Like, if it yeah. was reverse, I'd probably yeah. done a lot worse job than a lot of my right. friends did. Like, right. they did good jobs, but you know what mm-hmm. I mean. You might say the wrong thing. Yes. Very possible. And, yeah. or like, I had a lot of people that were like, well, we didn't know if, like, you were, we just didn't want to make you sad. And I'm like, I'm literally thinking about it all the time and I'm always sad. So don't yeah. worry about it. Like, right. <laughs> right. Um, but you ask questions mm. and, you weren't afraid to not know mm. either. You were like, I, this, I remember like yeah. vividly leaving that conversation and being like, I'm so grateful that Catherine asked me about my daughter yeah, and asked me about me and yeah, you know, mm-hmm. when it's like entered in, into the uncomfortability. Yeah. That's the word. When it's like, it, it's almost like Catherine was not underestimating like the right. fact of just like, Hey, Heather, tell me what you need. Yeah. You may not know what you need right now in this moment, mm-hmm. but like, I would like to ask, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. versus just assuming yeah. I'm bad at that. Like I like yeah. to assume, or I just like yeah. <laughs> interject unsolicited help. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're working on it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but I think like, yeah, just ask your friends what they need. That's such a good reminder mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And then, so you also mentioned, you know, you don't want people to forget about, forget about Skylar. Yeah. Do you like, do you guys like still celebrate mm-hmm. her birthday every year yeah. and things like that? Like as a family? Yeah. Okay. So when I was teaching, I would always take the day off and Joel always takes the day off and we just kind of leave it open. Mm-hmm. Like we usually visit her grave. Yeah. Um, we always do cheesecake because that was something that we had like after a funeral as a family we mm. like got cheesecakes and so that's something that has mm. kind of become a little bit of a tradition that's sweet. That's sweet. um and then I think like as Eliana gets older my daughter who's two and a half and as we have more children um god willing then I'm sure we'll figure out kind of different ways to incorporate them into that we have yeah. like ornaments for her since she passed in December and um I know like my parents and Joel's parents and our families like all kind of have little things that they like to do just to remember her and honor honor her her. um, tangibly also not just saying it, but like my sister-in-law does a, like an ornament that has all the like cousins that were added in that year. And her son was born in 2018, early 2018. And like their names are both on the ornament, you know, like those types of Mm -hmm. things where it doesn't have to be big, but it's just like, she's part of our family. She Mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Yeah. I love, Oh, Gosh, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. Yeah. 
Hey guys, we are going to pause our conversation with Heather and pick it back up next week. This conversation was seriously incredible and we are so excited for you guys to continue to hear the conversation. So make sure you tune in to the second part of this episode next week. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, feel free to subscribe to stay up to date on our latest content. Don't forget to rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening from. And we'd love to hear from you. So reach out to let us know what content you want to hear in the future. This podcast is edited by Katherine Compo. Show notes are written by Olivia DeHart. And the podcast is produced by Courtney Tilford, Katherine Compo, and Olivia DeHart. <laughs>